In your humble opinion, what is the state of relationships, let's say, between heterosexual men and women these days? I think it's corrupt. <laughs> it's all. I thought it was corrupt. I thought it was corrupt when I was 20 and I'm 35. I still think it's corrupt. I don't know what's going on. <laughs> Hey y'all, it's Onika. And JR. And you are dishing with Dainty Dish. How you doing, JR? I'm doing well. How are you doing? I'm doing all right. What's going on in the world of JR? Uh, I am... I'm doing well. I've got uh, got my clown class still. Uh, mm-hmm. Went to class this, this past weekend. It was pretty cool. It was neat. Um, I got to pretend I was a piece of paper going through a fax machine. It was pretty cool. Wow. Did you do the butt fax? No, 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 I don't even know no what butt that facts? is. I don't even know what that is. Like when you take a picture of your butt and you fax it. No, why would I do that in an improv or like in, in a classroom? Setting? I don't know. I'm just curious. Well, that's a good idea, actually. I might, that, that actually is kind of cool. It's kind of funny. I thought yeah, it would be funny cool. like that's a butt. Cool. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, I, almost got, butt. I almost got killed today on my way to see a client. Um, oh my gosh, what happened? Know, took an Uber. Oh, you know Lord. me, I usually don't take Ubers, but I, I, no. I, took, one, I took one today, and uh, I know why I don't take them. <laughs> what happened? This gentleman... Uh, if he first, could be called that. <laughs> yeah, he's a gentleman. He's a cool guy. He's a gentleman. I mean, can't, his driving abilities are terrible, but that doesn't mean he's a bad guy. That's true. Uh, so he picks me up, and he's typing in the information into his GPS of where we're going, even though it's already on his phone cool no problem you use whatever tool you need to use but he then decides to uh not pay attention and go driving on the curb um while he's fixing his gps i'm like oh he's he turns around smiles at me waves and says hey you know, <laughs> you know uh so he proceeds to leave um the complex and he makes his way to the highway taking the scenic route and upon exiting the highway to get you know downtown toronto uh he almost sideswipes <laughs> another vehicle oh my gosh don't they test these people before I they allow them to drive no i have no idea but it gets better uh he then almost hits a pedestrian um wow when the trifecta making a left turn <laughs> at, at that uh onto a one-way street uh downtown it was amazing this gentleman but he got me there on time i guess even though that's not not even, safely it wasn't but safe on time but i'm wondering like do i have to give him a a five star like being hell no i like, would give him a one star but like, then he loses his job and that kind of thing like you know no, i would give him a one star for reckless driving but i had this i heard the sob story you know i got two kids a wife i don't because really he wants that, that extra tip that they do at the end now no i would have given him one star Wow. Okay. Well, I haven't rated him yet. That's why I I, I was here because I wanted to rate him and I wanted to see get your input. But, no, uh, I, I'd say one star. I don't care about his kids. His kids. If his kids were in the car, he wouldn't be driving like a madman. Probably not. Like so, one star. Wow. Okay. Well, I'm that's, cold-blooded when it comes yeah, to Yeah, you are. I don't oh my goodness. I'm Uber drivers because I don't know how. You know, I don't know how to drive. I'm the worst driver in the world. Like, and I that's why you take Uber. Canada's worst driver. So I take Uber to have a sense of security and safety from point a to point b and if i can't get that peace of mind then you're getting a one star well not my driver if i today. give you no stars i give you no stars we well, you know the thing is he had like a pretty high rating his rating was like 4.9 
how is that possible? Maybe he was having a bad day. I don't know. He was having yeah, a bad day. Yeah, you know, that, that happens. Sometimes we have bad days. But anyway, enough about me. How are you doing? I'm doing well. I'm on week nine of my facilitation course. So as of next week, I'm going to be complete. Actually, as of when this airs, I will be completed. And I will be doing a facilitation course at an education center um, on storytelling, which I'll definitely need your advice on. What do you know about storytelling? Well... The way I wanted to format it actually was I was going to have them tell their stories, but I was going to focus on how to create a timeline, how to create an outline. Like I wanted to maybe your help with some activities. I know you did a lot of activities. Oh, I'm not in your helping class. you. Don't don't be rude. Like you could give me one activity. Like. I would want your input. You're you're one of the experts I know on this topic. So I would as I said, I would want to like do a group where they do just a short a short little ditty on their story and you know who they are and what they're about and what's going on with them. So it's about a two hour class it's gonna be and I get paid for it, which is pretty cool. Oh nice. Yeah, I get a little honorarium or whatever. Um so yeah, that's coming up on June seventh and I'm really, really excited about it. I hope people register. Maybe I'll register. Yeah, no, so you can make fun of me and be like, this is not the way it's done. <laughs> I would... See, you think I'm a meanie head. I'm You're not. You're a meanie head. I'm you only meanie head to you because it's fun. Like, that's it. You are a meanie head. Because you were mean to me as a child. This that's is just true. payback. It's payback. This is just payback. Payback's a bitch. Yeah, it is. It's a cold-hearted bitch. <laughs> but other than that, I've been working a lot more than I was, which is good. Um, Gotta make those coins. You know what I'm saying? And, you know, things are going well. Fam's going good. Mom's shoulder's healing up pretty well. So I'm happy about that. And haven't been to the germ region in a while. It's, I'm, I think it's time I'm due for a little bit of a visit. But we'll just hold off on that for a second. Just for, like, a minute. You don't want to head up there Honestly, too quickly? the germ region makes me itchy. Like, it makes me so itchy. But it's home. Um, but Not Toronto feels like home to me now. Oh, that's cool. Home is where your heart is. Home is where your heart is and your stuff is. And my stuff is in <laughs> Toronto. So this is where I, I be. I be at. Um, but I just on a more serious note, actually, um, it's probably been about two weeks since this incident. But um, the humble um, Broncos, I wanted to just say my condolences to the family members um that have suffered from this horrific horrific accident that took place a few weeks ago um i know when you cry the country cries so you know you're in my thoughts you're in our prayers and i just hope you know things will eventually get better so i want to just mention that and um oh it happened again what happened again car got stuck on the queen's key west tunnel oh did it <laughs> another car got stuck and this time it was in broad daylight uh, well, you know it happens i mean you're you're new here i'm new it happens i didn't realize how often it happened it's happened like 25 times since 2014 yeah apparently that's that sounds about right i'm thinking about like starting programs of putting up even more signage than there already is down there so that drivers won't get confused, but yeah, I don't. Once think it's you're already, once you're already in it, like it's too late. They're calling it the Bermuda Triangle of Toronto. It's pretty funny when I, I read that. I'm like, yeah, that makes sense. People just go in and they. If I was taxed, because I'm the 
I'm the girl that, that would accidentally drive into a tunnel. Are you? I would escape. I would not even bother trying to get out. I would just run. That's typically what happens. People leave their cars and just Because de- they leave. think the train's going to come and hit them. The, the streetcar? The streetcar, sorry. The, you think, the underground you think, streetcar. You think the driver of the streetcar is not going to see a, a foreign object <laughs> in front of them? Do you have no respect for the TTC employees? <laughs> I'm just like, I would be concerned. So I would run. I would just run. Cause you're like you know you've you know you've messed up so oh, yeah, you don't yeah, want to stick sure. around to like explain you're just like mm, I wonder I'll pick what up the, the fines from the toe I wonder what the fines are I don't know it can't be more than like five thousand bucks <laughs> no but it's expensive I'm sure it's expensive yeah it's it's one for the it's one for the storybooks I mean that's I, true I drove my car down there, got stuck, you know, I had to get my alignment fixed. Oh, man, I was a dum-dum, you know? <laughs> it, could be, yeah. it could be a good story. So you haven't asked me about my dating life in a while. Oh, is that how you're going to, you're going to, you're probing me to ask you about your dating life? Okay, well, well um, Onika, how is your lame, non-existent dating <laughs> life? <laughs> it's lame, boring and non-existent i like the way you added boring to that i missed that yeah one. you i thought you said boring i thought oh, no. i heard you say boring did i might have we'll, i we'll think you did i, I, I might have hit the trifecta you might have hit the trifecta of what my dating life has been yeah i don't know i just like it's been i, I have a challenge with starting relationships and keeping them and, and keeping ending them, them and, and the ending whole- them the whole process of relationships as we were talking about, I think it's just, just corrupt. It's corrupt? It's corrupt. I remember I was 20 years old and I wrote this poem and it's, I, it's, it's posted. It's posted. Relationship prostitution. And how it actually came about was I was speaking to a friend. He was telling me he was taking a trip to New York and he was going to be buying his girlfriend some clothes because, you know, she holds him down. And I inquired, you know, what do you mean by holds him down? Because I was still young, innocent. I didn't know the terminology. And he's like, holds me down in the bedroom. And I said to him, like, that's not a relationship. That's that's relationship prostitution. That's sex for the exchange of goods. How could it be that you two are finding love in this way? And I, I don't think things have changed. Uh, yeah, I got married. That's 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 what it is. Like, I'm just I'm just playing. <laughs> honestly, you said it, I didn't say it. You oh said God. I couldn't say it. So <laughs> But yeah, it's things seem to not have changed since my 20s. And it, why the, would things change? One would hope things would get better. What's instead cha- of getting what's, worse? What's How is it if you can't say it's getting worse. You have no idea of, of whether it's getting worse. I don't know. I feel like just modern relationships, like they're just, they seem to be more of an exchange than anything else. Like it's something for something. But you that's can't get what, something for nothing. But that's what relationships have always been. They've been exchange. exchanges? Yeah. Like, come on. Historically, what do, you, what do you think marriage was? And like, you know, what do you think? Where that was that derived from? Come on. An exchange for... Having my offspring, giving me a boy, an heir, and I will give you, you know, this place all to live. All the riches All land. the riches, you know, a place to eat, live, and poop, you know? Like, that was the exchange. And when I when I ask you to sleep in my bed, you will sleep in my bed. 
and it just seems so like disappointing it's and it's yeah the real world is disappointing the real world is disappointing i like to live in my dream world where i still sometimes wear rose-colored glasses and believe in you know true love but then i see what's going on with relationships and people you know getting involved in these exchanges specifically you know when it comes to things with money and whatnot it just it's very disconcerting to me I don't know. I mean, you have the exchange. Um, let's. I guess we're going with heterosexual, right? Is that yeah, because that's the relationships I know about. I okay. can't speak on homosexual relationships. You would try, though. I, 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 can see I no, I wouldn't. Yeah, um, I'd bring in an expert. Huh. There you go. Oh, touche. Uh, mm-hmm. So you have an exchange, uh, you know, between a man and a woman. You know, so it's pretty much a sugar daddy, sugar mama type of sugar baby type of relationship all these, the time these terminologies these terminologies they just i don't know you me. threw them at me like that's the reason i'm using like them. they because that's what i think of like the what i called 15 years ago relationship prostitution is now sugar mamas sugar daddies and sugar babies you know, I went on, I I was at work, actually, this happened. I was at work, we were in the lunchroom, and a young girl, she's about 19, said that she wanted to, she was considering becoming a sugar baby. And all that comes with that. So another girl explained to her, you know, what that is. Like, there's a contract, they give you a certain amount of allowance, you know, it's it's not, it's a very serious thing. Like, it's it's not just a frou-frou-poo-poo unspoken exchange anymore now they're bringing in documentation for you to sign for confidentiality for what you have rights to what you don't have rights to so it's becoming a more like it's relationships as i said they're going in this direction and it's very disconcerting like very is it could it be just that you're more aware of it now as i've gotten older maybe because, I mean, there's always been exchanges and contracts. I mean, it's as, as you, I don't know if you really touched on it, but I think it's more like a, a money versus power thing um, in a lot of these relationships. Yeah. So uh, one person gets money, one person gets power, and in an ideal world, they're both happy until they no longer want to be in that particular contract. I mean, I feel like as long as you're going into it with both eyes open, you know, maybe it could work. I mean, I'm I'm 35 and let's say I wanted to enter into one of these contracts, which I don't. But let's just say I did. I even went on the seeking arrangements.com website. I, I, I don't want to go on them. I don't I, I, I didn't I, sign up or anything weird. I just wanted to read their mandate, see what it was all about because I'd heard about it as I said from a friend at work. Mm-hmm. So I just wanted to kind of just do my research and you know, I even looked up a couple of girls that did an article about being sugar babies and what that entails. Sometimes there was sex, sometimes there wasn't. Oftentimes there was allowances given, vacations taken. Um, one girl got a condo, you know, so it's just it just feels so cold to me. It feels and a lot of the time it was older men with younger women. I kind of get it. It's more on the lines of from the I guess from the male perspective, it's like I don't want the nagging. I don't want you talking. I don't want the I don't want the relationship part of the relationship. 
right? And if you could afford to enter afford, into these contracts. And if you can afford to 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 pay to not have to deal with that part of the relationship, then if that's your thing, then that's your thing. Honestly, I'm not trying on I'm not trying to be judgmental about it. I really am not. You know, to each their own and whatever floats your boat and tickles your fancy is fine with me. However, with that said, a lot of these like even in the article, I think the girls were like 23, 24, you know, they're getting younger and younger where they're discovering these like places. And I saw a couple like even photos on seeking arrangements and these girls look young. What do you mean they're getting like, younger they, than they getting look, younger? Come on about like what, a hundred years ago, 13 years old, you were married. They were they're not getting younger. Yeah, but it wasn't right a hundred years ago. Or not, but let's not say 100. Let's say like 200 years ago. Well, it wasn't right 200 years ago, but like... What do you mean it wasn't right 200 years ago? If life expectancy, if you're dying at 40, what do you mean it's not right? It doesn't feel right to me, being married and having babies by 13. Like, maybe because I live in this world and not that world. Yeah, maybe because I live in this world and not that world. So, but sorry, what I was saying was... It just feels like, you know, the girl I gave the example of 19, 20, 21, like you're still young, you're still developing, you're still learning, you're still growing. Mm -hmm. And you enter into this serious contract with an adult male that's probably gotten lawyers behind it, you know, you know, knows his stuff, is not doing it for the first time, most likely, could have multiple sugar babies, you know, around town or the city or the world, for instance. Everything you're saying doesn't matter. Well, that's interesting. <laughs> that that shut me up real quick. I don't know. Like, I mean, out here, I mean, you could be, you could be a man right now and dating multiple women at the same time and entering into sexual relationships with all those women at the exact same time. What's the big deal if you're doing it with a contract and instead of taking them out for for dinners and and doing the relationship stuff, you're you're saying this is what I want, this is the lifestyle that I live, and I want you for this period in time only. Are you down? Are you cool? Are you in? Like, what's the what's uh, what is the problem? There's, Still, a, there's, there's a there's a piece of paper that says exactly what you want. It is okay. I got married, and that is the worst contract on the face of the earth that you could ever sign. A sugar, a sugar baby sugar mama contract it, it's better than that contract so therefore you know what hey you're at least putting everything up front and you're saying this is what it is and yo are you are you are you in i think that's that's actually a pretty neat agreement it still feels like prostitution you know and i when i and when i think about it it feels like there are little pretty women running around like all over the place where they're glorifying that lifestyle do you remember that movie pretty woman yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that was like the first time, like as a child, as a younger person, I would have seen an instance where a love story was based on a prostitute and a businessman. And it was romanticized. Like they had an arrangement, they had an agreement to be with each other for like four or five days or whatever. And he paid for sex and he paid for her clothes and she did the shopping spree and it was it was romanticized you know the whole situation and i feel like that's what's going on right now we're romanticizing something that essentially is like high-end prostitution okay but what's the difference in having a girlfriend where you you know you pay for dinner you buy her clothes you 
um, you pay for vacations and you do all those things. What's the difference? I would know about relationships like that because relationships I've been in, I foot the bill. So I wouldn't know what that looks like or you've what just that been, feels like. Well, you've just like. been in the wrong relationship. I've obviously been mixing with the wrong bunch. But I wouldn't know what that looks like or what that feels like. But personally, I know because I'm one to not want to owe someone in a relationship. I would go half on stuff. Like I would like if we're going on vacation, half on a vacation unless he surprises me for my birthday or something. Oh, absolutely. I mean, I, you know? I've, I've always done like that. Like half, yeah, half, yeah, half sure. on a baby. Like I go half on a baby. Like... I would go half on stuff. I would let him pay for things all the time. I would, because I would want an equal relationship. I would want him to not feel used and I would not want to feel used by him. But there's other ways of being, of using people in a relationship, not just financially, not just for sex. There's other, there's other means of using people. So, I mean, just, if it just so happens that you're making it clear on this, these specific issues, um, what's the big deal? You've chose to enter an agreement that you're both cool with, like that you're both okay with. Most Until of the, someone's not. Most of the t- and then when you're not okay with the cool thing is, is a contract. As soon as you're not okay with it, cool. The terms there's terms to end the agreement. It's kind of it pretty. Just, it feels so cold. Like relationships used to mean cozy and warm to me, and now I've seen I've seen too much. I know too much now. But and you, they feel so cold. But you're acting like you can't have a warm and caring and loving relationship. I'm not saying that can't happen. Absolutely. I mean, shoot, I think it will. I think it'll happen for me at least some at some point. I mean, but there's just different types of relationships. There's different types of agreements. There's different types of 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 stages that people go through, or or that just the ways they decide to live their lives. I mean, who, who are you to knock them? Like, I mean. I don't know. Sometimes, yeah, it may lead to a a fake, um, quote unquote, relationship in terms of, you know, what we document as, you know, the Hollywood standard relationship, which also is ridiculous. Because what are we what are we basing what a real relationship is off of? Like, it's true. Hollywood standards. You're, You're basing off of Hollywood standards. So, I mean, I don't really see. What's the big deal if two people can f- come to an agreement on what they what works for them? Yo, that's cool. Because I mean, at least at that point, you know, they're both not insecure about what's going on. But if you on the flip side, because I can see your face, I can see where you're going. You know, I'm about to say something. So I'm just gonna I'm just gonna stay quiet. Like I, I just I just feel I, no, I just but feel it. at tw- I, I'm talking about these young girls because at 21, 22, they don't. They're all insecure. They're all insecure. And they, they're full of anxiety about their futures and what they're going to be doing and how they're going to make money. And this is a simple, easy solution, especially if you're cute and, you, and you've got a, a monicum of intelligence. Like, it's, a, it's an easy solution. Yeah, so but you're making a decision. What is that going to do to your mental health in the long run? I'm thinking about, like, your mental health, too. Like, Oh, yeah, okay. How, how is that affecting? How is being used by a man going to affect your mental health in the long run but you're looking at it from one perspective you're using the man at the same time because you're using him for his wallet 
because you're not date like you're 21 you're not dating another 21 22 year old guy that's working at you know the mall or who's in who's in university or college and is is struggling to, to eating ramen noodles and living you know on a couch or in, in a den to trying to make get you make ends meet or just get just survive you're going out there and finding a man with a lot of money who's going to pay for your stuff to put you in some sort of situation or lifestyle that you want so you're using him just as much as he's using you but he who writes the contract has the power as we were talking about power before so yes you get money out of it you might get a condo you might get a couple of trips you might get a new wardrobe but what is that going to do to your overall self-esteem and how you feel about yourself and your self-worth are you only worth this price tag that this person has placed on you is that what you're worth aren't you worth more than that and think about it in that respect when i'm talking about mental health like okay i feel it diminishes a woman's self-worth to be involved in situations like these especially at a very young age when you are still developing how you feel about relationships but it's okay for you to, let's say, for example, be promiscuous um, and not get paid. I never said that was okay. So what, do you want everyone to be a little, like, uh, I don't know, holier than thou? Little No, not holier than thou, but what, like, make responsible choices. Have sex responsibly. Do okay, make but, responsible choices. That's if all you, I'm if saying. If you're in a position where you you see yourself um, saying, "Okay, you know what? Um, this guy's this guy's attractive. I'd sleep with him anyway. Now he's just gonna give me a contract. He's gonna fly me a couple of vacations. I'm just let's say you're 21. So you're like, I'm finishing up school right now. I've been stressed out for the past four years in school. You know what? I'll sign this contract. He'll pay for some vacations. I was going to sleep with him anyway. I'm going to get paid a little money. And then when I'm tired of this, I'm going to move on. Who cares? Like, what's wrong with that? Like, I mean, mentally, you you, you might have thought it through. I don't know. I, I, I'm not a woman, so I don't know what that, that, that that's like. I'm just thinking of it logically. And as we know, um, you're the logic you, guy. Yeah, ladies, you may not be. I'm logical. the emotional. emotional. I'm the you're emotional, emotional thinker. Yeah, you're emotional. And emotionally, I just couldn't. Personally, I, I just couldn't see myself entering into an agreement like this. Um, nothing that I have seen or heard of in these arrangements, the amount of money that people can make or the amount of stuff that people could gain have made me change my mind about the situation. I still feel like it's it's high-class, high-end prostitution. So I guess I want to ask you, what are these women looking for if they're settling for these old men old men that are paying for them what are they actually looking for they're looking for that modern day unicorn <laughs> that, <what>? that modern <laughs> day unicorn a modern day what modern day unicorn they're looking for that guy for me because i'm i'm black and i want to be a part of a beautiful black couple so my i'm looking for a black unicorn so ideally he would be single, childless, highly educated, maybe owns his own condo or home, never been married, and just, you know, around in my age range. So the 35 to like 40 range. 
I'm very specific. Your unicorn is a very specific thing to a woman. I okay. think it's it's specific to you and your wants and your needs, okay. right? My uni- my unicorn won't necessarily look like your unicorn. Well, I would hope not because I like women. You like women, exactly. So you have your own ideal woman. And I, I have my own ideal man. And I call that man the modern day unicorn because I'm in a sea of donkeys, like a sea of donkeys. Like they're swimming everywhere. I, as I told you, my <laughs> dating life, it's bear donkeys. Like I sing bear she donkeys. She a gold digger, <laughs> but she ain't messing with no broke, broke. broke. <laughs> <laughs> so I want my unicorn. Like it's important to me that I get that. Like what? What would your unicorn look like? I, yeah, that's you're putting me on the spot. What's my uni- What's my unicorn look like? Okay, my unicorn, uh, definitely someone that is, uh, I guess, ambitious, um, has their own thing going on, and is a partner rather than someone that's looking for a parent, mm-hmm. uh, and yeah, just someone that's got their own thing going on, and we can just connect. I'm just like you know. That's, I'm not really, I'm not really asking Yours for much. Yours is not as specific as mine. I don't know. I don't like, I don't know what you're like. You're asking me like, what does she look like? I'm like, I no, have no I idea. mean, you might have an idea of what she looks like. A blend of Idris Elba with the swag of like Sean Connery. You just named James two men. Bond, James Bond. I was talking, I was, I went back to myself. <laughs> okay. Just, just wanted to make sure. Like, no, but I'm giving you an example. Like you could say like, I want like a, you know what I mean? Who, who would you what's an actor that you would feel like flavor for and i don't like actors in that you way you don't like actors in that way you keep saying actors I, I, actresses Act, actresses actors actresses can be called actors Actress, as well oh, oh yeah well yes true yeah true, true. so yeah actresses oh, you're, you're hitting me with with one of those um truth bombs truth bombs yeah. yeah no but you don't have like an actress that just makes your heart go pitter pat like since you were younger like whatever i'm not talking about as an adult because like just when you were younger uh i don't no, I can't really think of like off the top of my head. Like you're, you're just like kind of like what? Who? Huh? Like obviously all the childhood ones, you know, like you know the '90s fantasies, you know, they just like Kelly Kapowski. <laughs> Who's Kelly Kapowski? <laughs> From Save Oh, she yo, she aged <laughs> she, beautifully. <laughs> Tiffany Ethan, oh shout out to my girl. <laughs> she she still looks like fire. She's gorgeous. She's oh my gorgeous. gosh, yeah, she aged well. Yeah, you know what I mean, like a Tiffany yeah. Ethan look or whatever. You might have Aunt a look Becky that you or go something. for, like Aunt or, Becky. Yeah. Laura from uh, Family Matters. <laughs> Family like, Matters. You know, like, oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, like, everyone has that, like, I have my look. Like, I want, like, a Channing Tatum body with, like, an Idris Elba face who has a Channing Tatum body anyways. And definitely, like, someone with, like, James Bond swag. Like... Oh. Well, Mr. Tatum's uh, single now, so you might be <gasps> able to... Uh, you lie. Yeah, I heard it I heard it over the, the... What did they call it? The coffee coffee the Another water cooler unicorn. water cooler chat i heard it yeah. another unicorn is now out in the wild ladies and gentlemen what do you, mean? you don't know you, another unicorn idiot. is out in the wild we gotta catch our unicorns you're just trying to take other women's men uh, no, that's not her man no more I, I, according I, I, to you <laughs> <laughs> that's not her man no more oh. hit me up channing <laughs> oh my gosh you no couth no couth whatsoever <laughs> but i had read because for me I would ideally, as I said earlier, like to be a BBC, a beautiful black couple. 
I'm either black or I'm white, really. Like, I'm nowhere in between. I'm not Fifty Shades. I don't know why eHarmony keeps sending me all these different ethnicities. I just want black or white. So, but ideally, I'd like to go, like, with black. I see it with my friends and in their relationships. But I feel like where have all the black men gone? Like, where have they gone to? Why can't I find... And I started noticing it in high school, OAC. There's not a single black face that graduated from an Ontario academic in the courses, grade 13, just in case no one remembers this. But there's no, there was not a single black man that graduated from grade 13 to go on to university courses. And then when I was in university, all the black guys used to just hang out at the bar. They'd never, they'd never be going to class. So they wouldn't graduate on time. So here I am now where I am, and I need someone at this level that's of my, you know, like ilk, like looks like me and has the same life experiences, similar life experiences as me. And I can't find that right now. And it's a huge challenge. Oh, okay. Do I want to give you the, the politically correct answer? Or do you want to give no, me, I want do you to, give me something? I want you to drop some, a truth bomb on me. Drop a knowledge bomb. He's dating a white woman. <laughs> Woo! He said it. He said it and he meant it. <laughs> he said it and he meant it. He said it and he meant it. Yeah, but why is that? Why are unicorns? Well, if you're, if that's who you're surrounded by, that might be. I mean, as you said, I mean, well, you said that there's there were very few um, black men that you saw at, in the university um, at the university institution that you attended. Um, well, in kind, there are also very few black women that are in those institutions as well. And if mm-hmm. you happen to not cross paths with that black woman or that black man for four years, um, you know, but you're constantly crossing paths with whatever ethnicity is the majority there. And traditionally that is white. Yeah. White. So, white. I mean, if you are surrounded by, excuse me, um, let's say 12 white women and maybe one black woman, you mean the odds are you're probably not going to date the person one person for the whole time you're in in that institution so odds are you're going to date somebody that's of another another race, another race. Yeah. and then you know you you might be in a in a certain type of um position when you graduate that you you end up going into a career field where you're now only surrounded by a certain type of people Right, and then so your circle, your your circle of influence, your circle of people that you're around, just might happen to, you know, guide you towards, you know, th- that type of dating. Well, that could be a Canadian explanation. In America, they say it's because all the black men are in jail. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there. I was reading an article in the yeah, Huff Post, yeah. and it was saying that all the black men are in jail, incarcerated on the after the war on drugs. In the early 90s, that's kind of shifted into the 2000s. You clearly didn't read the book that I gave you. Incarcer- what is it? Incarcerating the Black Man? What was it called again? Um, no, un- Incarcerating the Black Man. Yeah. I read part of it. I didn't read yeah, all of it. Yeah. If you had read all of it, you would have pretty much gotten the whole gist of how that whole... No, I get the gist of how that whole thing, thing happened. But that's where they all are. They're not given the shot to graduate from places and go to second post-secondary education and you know they start families young and then they're imprisoned and they can't be there for their kids and you know so they have 
there's some reasoning behind it there but in canada like that seems to be pretty logical what you're saying because that's been my experience i date white people mostly because i hang around with a lot of white people and i'm also attracted to white people but yeah i've dated outside of my my race, my race? just because of the sheer people that i just hang around yeah yeah i mean i've i've also dated black men but the caliber and quality of black men that i'm dating i feel like i had to lower my standards and i went for a donkey instead of a unicorn oh the quality quality of black women i've dated are super but um yeah it just didn't work out that's all hmm but <laughs> i love the way you call it unicorns like yeah. but I, I but i like the way you, you individualized it so you're like no it's your unicorn so it's like not really like this figment, figment of, of of the general imagination no it's your imagination it's your myth it's your legend and the person might just show up one day you never know they might you might have already met them and you don't even realize it you know like all that kind of stuff happens i know i'm still waiting for my meat cute okay you know what i thought you made that up i'm not gonna lie you then, you did it I, I i swear i thought you just made that 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 term up and then i was um reading a blog not an article a blog and it was in there so i then i I didn't know if it was actually real and i thought it might have been a made-up term that you kind of just stole so then i kind of looked it up a few more times and it kind of the general consensus is that that moment when you first meet the person that you fall in love that you fall in love with and i'm like it's called a meet cute yeah it's from the movies it's a movie term oh you and your movie terms. Me and my movie terms. I live like life like a movie. You live it like you're a rock star. Like a rock star, always. People tend to. People have told me recently that I live like. like I live my life like it's a movie. I've, I've been told that. Yeah, I think I told you that recently. Was it you? Yeah, no, but it was. It was it, there's more than one person that said it. That's the reason why it kind of stood out when you mentioned it. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I just kind of been doing whatever I want and just kind of looks like a movie, I guess yeah oh, well but you I mean, you've been a movie you are a movie i, like, I am a movie I, I my like each hollywood story will be out in 2020 <laughs> more like 2030 2020 each hollywood story 2030 to a, to a big screen near you yeah coming to the theater coming to the theater but it was um one of those things like i just i'm gonna keep going until I find my unicorn and I'm definitely not going to prostitute myself in the process. You know, I'm going to make sure that it's equal rights, <laughs> equal, equal pay, equal rights, equal rights. Like we talked about last week or the week before. And I'm going to make sure my relationship is balanced. I'm, I'm hoping that I do find someone eventually, but you know, everybody's got to, everybody's got to kiss a couple donkeys before they find their unicorn. So I guess that's the phase I'm at right now. Kissing some donkeys. Kissing some donkeys. Kissing some asses. Kissing some asses. <laughs> Kissing some asses before I kick some ass, I guess. Ooh, I like that. Yeah, so that's what's up right now. But if you guys want to share your stories about what your unicorn looks like, because I'm super interested. And if you want to get at me for saying that the sugar baby, sugar daddy, sugar mama um situation is not necessarily ideal and you have an opinion on that i would more than love to debate with you so yeah i'm not not even just saying i'd like to hear it i'd like to debate with you because i'm really feeling passionate about this topic so jr please let them know where they can reach us yeah you can reach us at dish d-y-s-h at daintydish.com that's d-a-i-n-t-y d-y-s-h.com onika what's going on on onikadainty.com 
as I said, I hope you guys all go and read my poem, Relationship Prostitution. I wrote it in 2003 on the bus, the O train, the OC transpo. And I love it. It's one of my favorites. And I hope you guys love it, too. Yeah, you throw back last week. Uh, throwback. On the uh, All Kinds of Crazy. Um, mm-hmm. you, um, Nadine was talking about... Uh, her ADHD and, and, and the, uh, the, the, the OC transpo when she transpo, was talking about the OC transpo situation with her. Yeah, that's that I remembered there. Yeah, anyway, yeah. Um, anyway, you can check us out on Instagram. Uh, Onika's at best of Onika. You can check me out best of JR. Uh, if you are listening to us on Apple Podcasts, you can uh, give us a five. We deserve oh. five. <laughs> and also subscribe if you're listening to us on YouTube. Um, please subscribe. Give us a like. Um, if you're listening to us on SoundCloud or any other platform, please continue to listen. Give us a subscribe or a like. Uh, we really appreciate it. Thank you so much. Uh, we in- have enjoyed the feedback that we've received. Thank you so much for the positive feedback. Um, we truly appreciate it. That's it for me. And I'm just going to plug myself one more time, guys. Empowering Women to Succeed, the Leap Edition, coming out May 30th. I have my chapter in that book. It will be available to you. I'm so excited, and I hope you all read and enjoy. That has been the dish of the day, and I hope you have a very, very, very happy hump day.